Hi, I'm Callie. I'm Clarissa. And I'm Isha. And we're Best Buds. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Best Buds. Uh, so, confession, uh, we didn't plan and record last week, and we were fully intending on skipping this week. But at the last minute, we decided to do a quick episode recapping Tassa's male beauty pageant, um, and it's called Mr. Wiffleball. Don't ask us why it's called that, because multiple people have asked me, and I cannot answer that question. <laughs> Wasn't it they used to, like, do an actual wiffleball competition after the pageant? Yeah, Like, I the sport? That. But well, then, then nobody like they just plays did the wiffle ball, ball pageant like well they did the wiffle ball game like after like because it was called Mr. Wiffle. I didn't know which way that oh. causality went. But also, uh, this is very random. But Alethea said that last year they were trying to do like wiffle ball as in like ball as in like a fancy formal dance after the pageant. I feel like that would be so much fun. Next year, next year, next year. Sure. But anyway, so Isha's not actually here this week. Um, since honestly, this is mostly just me and Callie recording our feedback for the event so we can listen next year. Uh, but to spice up the episode, we Ooh. do have a special guest here to spill some tea about her experiences with one of the contestants. Wink, wonk. <laughs> Wiffleball can help you find love, ladies. True. Oh so thanks for joining us, Sydney. And we're sorry for pulling you into this trap. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sydney. Um, I've appeared on an episode before. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here to spill some tea. <laughs> okay, so we wanted to start with a basic um, description of what is Wiffleball and our involvement for the people who don't know. So it's basically like we said, a male beauty pageant, and then we pull contestants from like all of the Asian American cultural orgs on campus. So this year we had like VSA, FCA, TASA, KSA, JASA, CSA, all, all of the acronyms. <laughs> and yeah, they just compete. And then there are four prizes. So there's Mr. Wiffleball, which is like the big one. And then there's also a run up for Mr. Wiffleball, which I guess is a fifth. And then there's Mr. Congeniality. So that's like among the contestants, they vote for each other and who they like the best. So after Mr. Congeniality, there's Mr. Philanthropy. And that's whoever raised the most money. And all of the money that we raised towards the event went to NAPAWAF which is like a nonprofit that supports Asian American women and girls. And then, oh, Mr. Heartthrob. So like the audience gets to vote on their favorite. And then we also wanted to talk about how Callie and I were involved in the event. So, um, well, we're both on TASA board, so we were pretty involved in the planning. So I was the assistant manager. So I was basically just helping Karen with like the running of the event, you know, like talking to the contestants. Um, this is not actually like one of my responsibilities, but since we we're online, like Saz and I, the other assistant manager, uh, we decided to run contestant bonding for the contestants also. So that's like another thing that we were doing. But other than that, it was like meeting with committees, which is how TASA like runs things. We have committees in charge of different tasks. And then like, so, you know, overseeing them, uh, talking to Karen and just dealing with logistics. So I was program head for the programming committee. So we did like, I don't even know what we did. We just made sure the like actual live event part went smoothly. And then I was also the MC. So I was like involved in reading, writing and reading the script kind of. And also involved in the money because I was a treasurer. So the, the tricky thing with Venmo, since we collect all of our donations via Venmo, is that like it's really fucking hard to log into our Venmo. So instead of trying to have other people log in, since I was doing that, being and could track the donations. I just have to drive my phone to Matt. He could do the Venmo. But yes. Yep. And then Sydney was a viewer who stayed the whole time. <laughs> Loyal. We like that. A lawyer, viewer, and supporter. Gotta support my friends, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why that's she was the here. Soul, that's the sole reason why I was here, you know. So then we wanted to talk about how it worked online this year, um, just so you guys have more context. Uh, so we basically just adapted like what normally happens. So first, like there's like the introduction to like the uh, judges, the contestants um, and the charity. Um, so then we played, normally we actually play all three games together, but this time we split up because Zoom is kind of boring. So we were trying to like spice it up a little bit. So we, our first game was you had to put on your pants without using your hands. And then we had an inter intermission video um, where the contestants answered questions about like, why do you want to win Mr. Wiffleball? Like, what 
does um, Asian American civic engagement mean to you? And T, when Which I Which none of them knew how yeah. to answer. <laughs> I was doing the interviews for the intermission video and literally half of them were like, what does civic engagement mean? Including Anthony, who is dating uh, Callie. <laughs> the shame. <laughs> I have not talked him well enough. <laughs> and then, so then we had like a talent portion. Um, so they either did them live or pre-recorded. And then this is new for this year. It was actually the pioneering efforts of me and Callie. But we're do we did a service auction this year where um, each of the contestants would auction off like a service. For example, like one of them was offering like choreographed dances and then he would do a lesson for you. Or this another is one was pointed. Doing, <laughs> another one was doing a photo shoot. And I think Anthony said like he was doing like he'd write a bad rap about someone stuff like that. Um, and then people would bid in the chat um, and we'd take like the highest however many bids um, for that contestant. Uh, and then the next game was junk in the trunk, which is where you tie a tissue box to like your back and then you put ping pong balls in the tissue box and you try to shake them out. Uh, that one was really amusing. I, I remember watching Anthony, like, really just, like, He was twerking. just going at it. I feel like, oh, Kyle, I posted a video on her story, on her Finsta story, where, like, Anthony's just twerking, and there's me above him, like, just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, like, the games, they, they were entertaining. Like, I don't know if they worked well for, like, the scoring, because it was hard to see, but they were entertaining, to say the least. Yeah. And then we did a Q&A session, um, which Kelly and I will talk more about, which we need to fix for next year. But so there's like one serious question and one funny question. Um, I liked Anthony's answer for <laughs> who's the best kisser out of the <laughs> football contestant. I thought he would say Dan. That was my guess. Oh, you said Sid during the um, planning. Oh, did I? I? like, Callie, who do you think he'll say? And you're like, Sid, he's obsessed with that guy. He likes Sid and he likes Dan. And he also likes Sid too, Aaron. Dan. Aaron. Oh, true. <laughs> anyway, and then our last game was Chubby Bunny, where they had to sing a song. Um, I thought it was really cute that we let them choose the song. So each group mm. would like sing a different song with all putting marshmallows in their mouth. It was fun. Um, I think Dan and Sid were like really jamming to <laughs> they were going it at it by the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Yeah, we, we were trying to like set benchmarks and we had five judges. So every $300 we raised, we would make a judge do a dare. So there was like, wow, there was like waxing a part of your body. And then the final part was um, Karen and she was, what was she doing? Oh, she was taking the like a lie detector stimulator. test and like, yeah, the pregnancy stimulator. Which it's not stimulator or stimulator? Simulator, because they're yeah. simulating pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> Please do not stimulate. <laughs> okay. Um, and then actually, you know how Callie was saying that like we had like the 300 benchmarks. So like our goal for the event was 1500. And actually like our initial goal for the event was 500. 500. But since Anthony, when we were doing oh. fundraising before, raised like $400, we were like, okay, maybe we need to raise it. So then Karen raised it to 1500 and Callie and I were actually really worried about hitting it, but like we totally smashed that goal. We got yeah. to what? So the final amount we raised was $3,369.72. So well over double our bench or our final goal of 1500 which is yeah very really impressive happy. what the heck all right so before we go into like what we what we thought went well and what we thought could be improved for next year as a disclaimer if anyone on TASA is reading this this is not a criticism it's just reflection I I think the event went really well I'm very pleasantly surprised with how it went so go yeah, up I think it went really well and Karen works super hard and mm -hmm. shout out to Karen shout out to Clarissa and Zaz and all the committee heads and members and all the contestants Yay, and all the contestants the contestants were hella hard I was like watching Anthony stressed out like I'm so sorry <laughs> to be fair he did this to himself <laughs> <laughs> okay so then um we wanted to talk about what worked well so one thing I thought actually um, I really liked the service action. I thought it helped us raise a lot of money. Um, so the last Wiffle Ball that we did was in 2019 because the 2021 got canceled because of coronavirus. But um, like that one, we raised like $800, I think. And we raised like three times that um, this round. Wait, more Just than pretty, three times. Wait, especially impressive since it's online. Like what the fuck? Yeah. And I feel wait, like do you remember, do you remember how much VSA date night 
Oh, raised. that was like five thousand. <laughs> okay, we can't be BSA. BSA is too powerful. Well, we were there. We were close. <laughs> yeah, we we still made a lot. So I think we should keep the service auction because I think it puts pressure on the orgs to raise money for their contestants instead of relying. Yeah, on collectively donating. And I also did like the games. Like I think that they worked pretty well for Zoom, and they were entertaining. I think like everyone who was texting me, like their favorite part was the games too. So oh, that's good. Yeah, and Callie and uh, Daniel's commentary were top notch. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I feel like Daniel was doing most of the commentary. I was just kind of chiming in once once in a while, like reading from the chat. Yeah, Daniel really had like his running commentary going. His running, you know, he yeah, just, like, his kept monologue. <laughs> but also, like Daniel has a very certain sense of humor, and I was surprised at how well he kept it together last night. He was he was doing well. Except that one time he said, wow, I literally want to kill myself. And I was like, Daniel, you slipped <laughs> up. But it was it was still better than I expected. <laughs> that was just so humor. I also think it's good that we split up the games between the sections. Um, mm-hmm. Because traditionally, like I said earlier, like we do all the games at once. Like it's called like the game section and we do all three games in succession. But I think we should keep splitting them because I think it keeps things spicy well I think especially for like this time around since most of the a lot of the things were videos like the introductions what else was video the like a lot lot of of the the talents too were videos so we wanted to have something like live in between the sections I think normally the introduction videos are also videos though oh really Mm -hmm. oh true yeah we'll think about that but I also thought since we we had like 11 contestants so we split them up so four four three for each game and I personally thought that watching like three rounds was a bit too long. Also, I was running out of things to say. So like, if it's in person again, maybe like splitting it into two or just one. Do they normally do normally one? Normally they just do one. The only reason we split it this year was because like on Zoom, it's hard to watch. It's hard one. to, yeah, that's true. I thought the Chubby Bunny one ran a little long. Like Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, because they each had to do like one song. The whole song, yeah. Yeah, that's like nine minutes yeah um, three minutes. we should keep that in mind for like the games we do next year yeah what else went well I think overall it went well like yeah I'm proud of us I was really nervous honestly, before the event but like me I, too I, like, went smoothly mostly honestly I thought um I thought me and Daniel were kind of awkward there were some very awkward silences and I was like am I speaking is Daniel speaking and then my zoom cut out like my zoom was just for the auctions, like it was lagging. So people were like typing fiercely in the chat and I was like receiving the messages one minute after they sent. And I was like, oh my goodness. And then at one point my Zoom just like crashed and kicked me out. And I was like, I need to get back in. So that was stressful. But people Daniel said- handled it pretty well. said that like they liked our emceeing, which is good, so. Yeah. My friends were texting me like, oh my God, the MCs are so cute. Like they're adorably awkward. You know, I feel like you guys- <laughs> awkward vibe yeah. well <laughs> Sydney did you have any thoughts like as a viewer on what you liked and what you didn't like um I thought like in general it was just really fun and um I think towards the end it kind of dragged on a bit but uh, I definitely agree <laughs> yeah um and certain things like the chubby bunny maybe like it'd be cut in half or something but yeah overall mm-hmm. it was really fun and uh yeah yeah I think overall it was good, but there are some details that we thought could have been better. So first up, service auction. Like we said, like I feel like it was good to have the orgs um, like competing against each other to raise donations. Like <laughs> imagine if we did individual donations, that would be very small. But the logistics behind the service auction were very comfortable. I had people like messaging me while I was seeing, asking questions about how the like auction worked and how like the whole donations worked and it was also confusing since we had like both live donations and auctions mm-hmm. which I still like but it was confusing I think that could have been explained better but the main thing that was confusing about the service auction was that some contestants were auctioning off like more than one so or like more than one service so like offering five dance lessons for example and people were just confused on how to split that so I think there were some contestants where they were like selling two and then their org had raised, had like one pool of money for them, but then they went up to like 95 and then hundred. So we thought that 
we would take both both bids so we would have like 195 in total but they were like no we we meant 100 so it was just not explained well to people yeah. and, and like we knew before too we that, that would be confusing and like yeah. so Callie and I like really tried in the script to like emphasize that because like I knew people would mess that up but like <laughs> and they, they still did, did. <laughs> but it's okay yeah so I think next year we should just make them sell one and like the reason mm-hmm. why we did multiple is because we were hoping like we could raise a little more money and like have like individuals donate so like maybe like the org would raise like one sum right but then like individuals would like donate for like the smaller ones but I think it just I don't think that worked <laughs> and I don't think like many individuals uh, besides Sydney as we'll find out <laughs> besides uh-huh, Sydney. are actually like bidding on the contestants I think it's mostly just orgs mostly orgs yeah and then the Q&A the thing that was wrong with that was that some contestants went on very long <laughs> we were like oh no I felt bad to, like I felt too bad to cut them off but they were just going on and yeah. I was like, man, it is already like 1040. We need to wrap this up. Yeah. And like in the chat, like um, some of the chats of board members were saying like during the Q&A, like our numbers dropped from like 120 viewers to like 100. Like people <laughs> were bored. They were just leaving. It was sad. So we need to like establish like a time limit for the contestants next time. Some of them were short, especially after we said like to like keep it shorter. Yeah. But some of them were very long. Yeah, so I think next year we should like literally just time them and be like, okay, 30 seconds up. Sorry, fine. <laughs> How do you think the questions themselves were though? Like both the series and the funny? I think they were good. I liked them. Oh, we keep texting me <laughs> when one of the representatives from JASA went and his question was like, have you ever experienced or witnessed racism and what did you do about it? And we asked that to like the single white contestant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was- <laughs> but to be fair some of the other questions was like how has your asian american identity affected your political views and i don't think you would know how to answer that one either. yeah i mean like i think we actually like decided which question to ask the single mm-hmm. white contestant right because like we were trying to avoid the, the aapi centered one so I yeah i thought it was like a good question to ask him because i it think was it was about, like like witnessing racism and like how other people what other people can do about it rather than just like as an Asian American like experiencing racism but I feel like he answered it well too yeah yeah some of the other contests some of it was very funny to see like some of them being very prepared like doing their research Mm -hmm. pulling up historical facts and some of them were just like off the top of my head let's do it right and like the thing is though we sent them the questions like a week beforehand so like it's just like personality I guess like some of them were like really prepared and some of them were like I'm just gonna wing it and some of the funny questions I feel like they could have been funnier but it was also very hard to come up with creative questions I feel like a lot of the funny questions are like they're like just relationship deep questions you know like what's your Mm -hmm. love language like what's your best memory you know like those are like get to know you questions and I feel like the funny questions should be more like Lighthearted. Who's the best kisser <laughs> out of all the wiffle ball contestants? The pickup line one was fun too. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was good. And Joe was prepared. He was like, I got this. I didn't go And he even far. like acted it out. Uh, for reference, his pickup line was like, he walks up to the camera and he bends down and he goes, excuse me, miss, uh, you dropped something. Your standards. Hi, I'm Joel. <laughs> yeah, that one made me laugh. <laughs> And also the event ran very long. Like it went like four hours, basically. We already knew that it was going to be long. Like we said like seven, seven to, to 10, 10, right? Mm-hmm. And then we started at like 7.15. Yeah. But like, we all know that it always starts late. So like we should- And like, it always ends late. That in. Yeah. But it was still very long. Um, Something that I think we didn't need was a judge dares. Like yeah. it was just kind of awkward, except for Jax. <laughs> Like watching people wax their arm or like do their makeup without their eye without opening their eyes or like Karen was very awkward. There was only tasks of people. Everyone else was just staying to watch the contestants or to to find, so out, who find out who won. Yeah. See, I told you my speaking brain has disappeared since yesterday. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like for Karen's pregnancy simulator, like I was saying earlier, like I feel like it's just watching someone like get tortured. You know, like, yeah. So it feels <laughs> awkward, like being sadistic. About that. But Anthony was into. It. <laughs> he just dollars. I was like, oh, he donated forty five dollars <laughs> to make Karen suffer. 
I thought the lie detector one was kind of awkward too, because like yeah, it's mostly like her friends asking questions too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but I understand like why we wanted to do the judge dare to like incentivize people, but I think it took up time and it wasn't necessary. It wasn't worth it. Yeah. Yeah, because I think that the service auction, I mean, like during our planning, we didn't expect the service auction to bring in this much money. So I think we can just use the service auction as incentive in the future. And also, we had some chaotic mistakes. Clarissa, how did you fuck up? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> yeah. it says on the docs, Clarissa fucked up a lot, lol, but I did not see that. So, okay, well, first of all, like, one of the contestants was late and I was calling him and like his phone was going like straight to voicemail. Like he's not picking up. He's not responding to any messages. So I was like, <laughs> okay, like I'm going to move his introduction slides to like the end. So I move his oh. slide. I fix it in the, um, in the script. And then um, he shows up and I'm like, okay, I can put it back to normal because the order of the contestants is always the same for like different sections. So I was like, it makes more sense if we like keep it the same so I like fix everything in the script but I totally forget to fix the powerpoint and so Callie in the script like reads like oh and like next up is like this contestant right and it was the first one like, too and then like the first one is not him and I was like oh my god what have I done so then I literally like I scramble and like I move it back to the location and I'm like Karen you have to like refresh the powerpoint because the other thing is that when you're presenting it doesn't refresh the powerpoint unless you stop presenting and you represent so like I make her do that and it was just so awkward because Callie was there like that's not that's not the contestant and she's like okay I guess first up is like this other one. I also feel like the screen sharing was like iffy. Yeah. Like it was really hard to know when to share and when to not share and the videos are also like laggy. Laggy. But well, like, let's just zoom like it'll be better it's also, if it's in person. It's also just like on Google Slides, when you try to click on the next slide and there's a video embedded, it just starts playing the video again, which yeah. is very awkward. So like you, we would hear the beginning of the video when we're trying to move to the next slide. So low-key, I feel like we should have just like had a compilation of the videos. And I don't know if the rest of the PowerPoint was necessary. Yeah, I agree. But I also think that like, this is all like a product of Zoom mm -hmm. more than it is like a yeah. product of... <laughs> as planners yeah. yeah I mean also I thought the 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 slides um fuck up wasn't that bad like as someone yeah, it was it, I was like ah okay yeah <laughs> it happens also though like we had like donation checks in there and I like I was scrambling to like write because I wanted the most recent donation but like when I typed it Karen didn't refresh the slide so it was just like the slide of like the dollar <laughs> sign and like to be fair to Karen like she didn't know like the donation check was like next right so she didn't know to like stop um, so it was just like <laughs> everyone was just I'm like glad watching. we didn't do the bar because yeah. I feel like that's just it would not have gone well <laughs> yeah we were, we were trying to like make like a, a graph VSA yeah. yeah like what VSA did like a graph and then we just refresh it every time it, I was struggling to try to make the graph it was not pretty I think the numbers worked fine <laughs> yeah yeah and I think even next year, we could just make a slide that says donation check and then like have the MCs like verbally read it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and then next chaotic mistake was my spicy jokes. As I was saying, um, my brain was shut off. I was running on autopilot. So I was like reading the chat and kind of echoing what people in the chat were saying during the um, MCs or during the au auctions and stuff. And then this one guy, this one contestant was solving Rubik's cubes as his um, talent. And someone in the chat was like, wow, he has fast fingers. So when I was emceeing, I said, so th this boy do have a big brain and some fast fingers too. We quonk, reading off of like the chat, but I didn't realize what it meant. And then in the chat room was like, uh, Callie? And I was like, Anthony's parents are watching this. I, I hope they don't understand. His sister probably understood, but it'd be like that. Uh, Did I make any other? I I feel like I was just awkward as an MC. Also, another bad thing was like the judges, like at the very end, took a really long time. Well, not that long, but we did not know how to fill that time yeah so like, just because we actually already planned to fill that time with some of the contestants doing like live versions of their services for the top bidders um but they only did, did like 30 seconds yeah so it, it it went by very fast and we're like 
anyone in the audience have a talent they'd like to share yeah, so it's just think, very awkward. like next year we should definitely like actually plan that time mm -hmm. somehow oh and then we should also probably do like a more full run through next year especially if it's in person mm -hmm. like yeah. actually have them like walk across the stage and like they like they don't have to do their talent so we can like do the order and everything mm -hmm. yeah i was looking at the files for like 2019 and like the event started at like seven again but they were at half theater at like 3 30. So they had a lot of time beforehand to start preparing right like and now our call time was like six and like the contestants like rolled in at like 6 30. one of them <laughs> like rolled in at like 6 50. <laughs> oh okay another chaotic mess up that i made was that i didn't realize that the game was coming up like the first game and not all the judges for the game were on the phone call that we were doing so we were like like we had no oh. idea some of them were like timing or not so i was like chaotically like i added rebecca because i had her number but i didn't have sam's number so i had to text <laughs> him but by the time he gave me his number like the game was going and we were like timing right and i didn't have time to add him to the call so the first game like we did like without sam in that call oh but oh, wait yeah how did like judging the games go was it honestly it's we... like really chaotic like yeah I feel like you can't tell when some people finish yeah like because like, like especially on zoom like for like yeah. the pants on like i don't know like what we qualify as like right done, as you know? done because like yeah. none of them got their pants above their butt yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then some of them like because like the mcs like callie and daniel would like stop them like before like the full time is up so like it wasn't like standardized you know like some contestants like we would just write like the full time mm -hmm. like 120 but like it's not necessarily fair if like they didn't get the same amount of time but but um i also feel like trying to judge the games like quantitatively and trying to decide like a first second third place is really hard like even in person mm -hmm. and i feel like the value of the games is more so like the entertainment value yeah. so we yeah. were going based off of like last year's um judging sheet and it was like whoever wins first gets like 10 or gets 20 out of 20 whoever second gets like 18 out of 20 and like so on so we were trying to do that this year but i realized that since there were three games instead of 20 i increased the like weight to 30 so it would be more evenly split between the three games but i also felt bad because anthony was like yeah like the games aren't shouldn't have that much weight since like if mr whiffleball has decided on who can like put their pants on without hands the fastest like that wouldn't really be fair but mm -hmm. i i agree with that so i feel like next year instead of just doing like instead of trying to make it quantitative we should just do like how well they engaged how well they tried and like how entertaining they were yeah so, like more up to the judge's discretion yeah i agree i think it's too hard to time and like maybe we should and we should also decrease the weight of the game mm -hmm. based on timing i feel like the auctions some people like hit the i'm glad that we had a time limit for the auctions mm -hmm. but some people hit the like their max before the one minute and 30 seconds were up and I would be like, is that it? Going once, going twice, sold or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. But Daniel's like, come on, Cal, we have like 30 more seconds. They have more time. And I was like, Daniel, we're just gonna be like sitting in awkward silence for 30 seconds because no one's gonna put more deers in. So I feel like yeah, me and Daniel, think, we're not on the same page for that. Yeah, and I think, yeah, we should do like, it's either time limit or like, mm -hmm. you know, like, whichever comes yeah. first. <laughs> yeah. Because otherwise, yeah, we were in awkward silence for a while. Also, the people were bidding without actually meaning it. And yeah. then they would like win and be Texas and be like, that was a mistake. That was not a serious bid. I'm sorry, I don't have $70 to pay. Yeah, so I think like next year we should make it really clear that if you bid, like you have, you're expected to pay that and it's like mm -hmm. binding. Because like, I mean, like it was like minor, right? Like it's not a huge loss, but like if someone bids $70 and they, they don't pay that, like maybe someone who was intending on paying like $30, like would have donated that money to charity. So. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I understand that they were trying to like hype it up, up the ante a bit. Um, but it was also just confusing, especially if like people were selling five services and then mm -hmm. they were like the fourth one and they were like, oh shit. So I think it'll be also easier if we just limit the number of things to one. Yeah. And we make it really clear that like, if you bid, like you've got to pay. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so now <laughs> Sydney, who's been sitting here in mostly silence is here <laughs> for her bit portion. Um, it's tea time uh sydney tea you time with sydney son <laughs> mm -hmm. 
So um, like we said in the beginning of the episode, Sydney has some tea with a certain <laughs> contestant. Who will um, not be named. Yeah, he'll be anonymous in this. <laughs> but, you know, if he's listening, I'm sure he, he'll know who he is. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen for Sydney's <laughs> sake. <laughs> So um, I don't even know where to start with this. So let's start at the very beginning. Um, oh, God. So I go to work a practice. Uh, I see one of the contestants. And the way he's dressed, I'm like, this guy is Sydney's type. Uh, and he's a dancer. Because you know how the contestants have to do a group dance? Oh, we forgot to talk about in, that in the program. But there's a group dance at the very beginning of the event where all the contestants like do a dance together. And it's really cute. So I was like watched and like he was like one of the only ones who you could tell like could dance because um his like movements are really clean and stuff. also his like intro video was literally just a resume with all his dance accomplishments <laughs> like damn go off I guess yeah someone texted me like this intro video is just like a flex oh Sydney. it's a, like Sydney a resume <laughs> wait it wasn't me was it or is it you okay I don't know someone texted me I was texting a lot of people <laughs> Wow, so I'm not Yeah, I was surprised. My messenger was kind of like popping off. Yeah. It was fun. I wanted to let you guys know that it was really fun and I enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I take a video of him dancing. I send it to Sydney. Um, but it's like kind of like a group dance situation. Right. And I was like, oh, like the guy with like the gray hair is kind of cute. Um, well, now <laughs> he definitely knows who he is. And also the before <laughs> he the listening. He already knows. He already knows. <laughs> Even without listening to this. <laughs> Uh -huh. so much <laughs> and then Sydney's like oh how do you know that was the one I was watching and I was like why do you think I filmed you a video <laughs> oh my god anyway, that was just like she thought he was cute whatever so then the wiffle ball promo video comes out and I watch it and like the guy like his intro portion I was like oh my god Sydney was <laughs> loving <laughs> So I send Sydney the video and then I call her and like she's already watched it at this point and I was like and I called her because I wanted to see her reaction when I saw like that, when he when she saw that part but like yeah so she's already watched it and she's like oh my god like what the hell and she's like re-watching <laughs> I swear I'm not add? that thirsty I swear <laughs> only for one person one oh person only Okay. Anyway, so then because he's cute, I was like, you want to come to the next practice? So we conveniently arranged to have me sleep over at her house the night before. It and wasn't then that me plan. conveniently <laughs> not have a car so that she has to drive me to wiffle ball practice. And so she conveniently has to stay. <laughs> it wasn't that planned. <laughs> Clarissa is a wing woman. Clarissa is literally like like Sydney did none of this planning. It was one hundred percent Clarissa. <laughs> Clarissa is like the best at just I I don't know how she does it. You know at wing womaning. Yeah, at wing womaning. You literally yeah. But like at this point, it's just like it was like it was a joke. You know, it was just right. like haha. Sydney can come and like watch this guy dance. Like he was pretty cute. Like it's fine, whatever, right? But then we go to wiffle ball contestant bonding after. And he, the contestant stays, and we're all like sitting around, like in a group, like hanging out. Which was really point, fun, just you know, <laughs> regarding everything else. You know, it was fun just in general. Everyone there. <laughs> but at this point, we discover that this man uh, is literally like Sydney's like ideal man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. It's awkward for me to talk about. It. it is. I think Clarissa can keep going. Yeah, Clarissa Clarissa's is a good storyteller. And I'll and I'll just make sound effects, you know. <laughs> just laugh, moan, yeah. or not moans, groans. Groans. I think moans, moans. has a weird connotation. Ah. Just groaning out of, out of shame. shame. <laughs> and to demonstrate that he is the ideal man, I present one particular interaction between them <laughs> in which Sydney goes, hey, I like your earrings. Because by the way, he has earrings, which, which you know, is another really, sign that he's her yeah, type. Yeah. <laughs> they were cool he goes, earrings. He goes, thanks, I made them myself. And like, literally, I looked in Sydney's eyes and I could like see her dying. She was just like, exploding. Like, I could literally, like, she literally looked at me and she was like, ah. <laughs> listen, listen. That's the hottest thing I've ever heard a guy say. <laughs> 
That is the single most. That is fair. And then at another point, one of the contestant goes, um, do any of you guys have a tattoo? And the contestant Sydney's interested in goes, not yet. At the same time, Sydney goes, I want one. <laughs> and I was like, wow, they're so it's insane. meant to be. It's fate. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I regret not asking him um, what he wants, though. You can ask mm. him on. Okay, well, we'll True. get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. We'll get there. Uh. So then on the drive home, like we're in the car, and I'm like, Sydney, he is literally the ideal man. And we spend <laughs> the entire like 30 minutes on the way home just like listing the ways in which he is ideal for Sydney. <laughs> By which I mean, it's me listing the ways in which he is ideal for Sydney, <laughs> and Sydney driving in silence. <laughs> has earrings, check, makes earrings, double check. <laughs> That's how you know. <laughs> also, uh, he's just really nice, you know? He yeah. is. Yeah. And, and he everyone else loves him too. Yeah. Yeah, everyone loves, loves him. him. It's not just me. All the guys are thirsting after him. <laughs> <laughs> after his talent video, like, the chat was just popping off and all the contestants going, oh, you're so hot, marry me. So... All the contestants voted for him. This Dogged. ruined my entire week, okay? <laughs> this is this is what happens. Boys ruin your life. I had Facts. that weekend, that weekend I had like an extra day off. So I was like chilling for the first like few days and I was like, okay, I'm going to do most of my work on Sunday. Sunday night, whatever. And I had like a lot of studio work to do. But then I got home and literally spent the entire time just thinking and talking to Clarissa about this. And it like one thing like I just didn't have enough time to do my work that day and then like I got really anxious the the next day and then my entire week was ruined <laughs> that's how you know stay away from men exactly boys are bad for your health which is the whole moral academics. of this story exactly um, bad for your mental health just stay away yeah I, I'm not it's saying I was obsessive tale. but <laughs> but well, you're not saying that but I <laughs> if this contestant ever finds this i'm sorry <laughs> so then sydney's like actually like thirsting over this guy right like before it was just like oh like haha it'd be it's funny right and then like now she's like wait i am so attracted to him and i was like oh my god like i got you this so, is how we know this is when it starts this is when it really starts so she like so you know there's a service auction like we mentioned and this contestant is auctioning, um, you know, as we foreshadowed earlier, um, he's auctioning private <laughs> dance lessons where he choreographs a dance to the song of your choice and then he teaches it to you. So I was like, Sydney, this is the perfect opportunity for you to spend time with him. So I was like, I'm going to fundraise for you. So I started up a collective fund. I sent it to all our friends. Sydney posted <laughs> on her Instagram story to try to raise money off of the, like her friends. Um, like, we literally, like, private message people begging them for money. Like, my CSA family, who does not know Sydney, like, I sent it to them and, like, made them donate. <laughs> also, I think I'm a creep now. Sydney, who is, who is your biggest donor, though? We have to know. Um, my biggest donor is my 12-year-old middle school sister. <laughs> Single-handedly donated $120 from her, I don't know, New Year's red packet money. Say um, thank you to your sister. <laughs> Thank you, Nina, my biggest uh, <laughs> biggest fan. Honestly, like I think that's the funniest part of this whole story. I know. Like, I so like when Sydney texted me, Nina gave me $120, like I died. <laughs> I, I was asking for her for 20. And then she was like, okay, who is this guy? So I showed her like a dance video and she was like, okay. So she went to her room and came back with like a $20 bill, but it was like folded. So I took it and I realized there were two pieces of paper in it. And I was like, oh, she's giving me 40? But I looked at it and it was a hundred. That's so funny. Yes, Nina. She's making a smart investment in her future. No, she's expecting me to, you know, give her something back. That's what it is. <laughs> she's expecting you to fund her future endeavors yeah. in love. Exactly. Yeah, so that that is what dating has come to. How much money you can raise. Hey, can all the cost. 
it all goes to a good exactly, cause. Exactly. That is what I'm telling myself because I dropped a hundred, $210 on wiffle ball without realizing it. <laughs> so <laughs> it's for it's a good charity. cause. It's charity, yeah. So, yeah, so we raised, um, Sydney, how much money did we raise? Okay, we raised $326.69, oh, of course. Thanks Bro, why would there so the many, yeah, like literally all the dares or all the services ended at like 69. And we're like, oh my God. Like for one of the contestants, I forget who it was. Oh, I think it was Jason. So for VSA, like they like literally every one of their like fake bids was like ended with 69. <laughs> and then Daniel and Callie were so done. It was so funny. <laughs> and then for Anthony, we, we were almost going to cap it at $696 and 69 cents. And then his sister was like, guys, I know you really like the number 69, but like 700 would be really cool. <laughs> we're like, you're right. <laughs> Yeah, like before, even before like this, Clarissa like joked about like, ha ha ha, you should like, you know, <laughs> bid for his dance lesson, whatever. Uh-huh. And I was like, and ha, then it ha, became no. real. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm and then you went, ha ha, yeah, I'm doing it. <laughs> but then, but then you know, like everything changed. At him, and that frantic night of um, of thinking, obsessing, <laughs> ensued, and um, of not that, doing homework. That was homework. when she decided she like actually wanted to get to know him. Yes. Yeah, and then when I texted, like, our high school friend group chat, like, at first it was just me, and no one said anything, and I was like, Sydney, like, you have to say something, otherwise they're just gonna think it's me <laughs> bullying you, and she was like, darn it, you're right, so she had to send, like, hi guys, like, Clarissa's like, I know she's being Clarissa, but, like, I'm also serious. <laughs> and then, like, during the auction, oh my god, Kelly <laughs> and Daniel. It was Daniel. Yeah, was it was me? Was Daniel. it me? Yeah, Daniel. He did me dirty. <laughs> So I was bidding, right? I have this like $326 on hand and I'm like, okay, I want to get it out. I want to like donate this money. Yeah, that's the only reason is to donate. Right, 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 exactly. I guess like- His organization. Organization or like other people didn't really fundraise. So like the amounts are like pretty small, not nowhere near like 300. So then every time someone put in a number, I would just instantly like add like $10 to it. (laughs) And it was so funny though, like in Daniel's defense, it was like, it was like a number, like, in, like the minute like someone put in like a dollar, like higher than what Sydney bid, she'd be like, so it'd be like 31, right? And she'd be like 40. 40. And at one point she literally raised herself, like it was like 30 in the chat and she put 40. And I was like, Sydney, you just outbid yourself. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I thought someone else put another amount. Yeah, Daniel kept going like, oh, Sydney, son, like, you really want this. Like, yeah, he kept being like, she, like, Sydney's not letting anyone take the lead. Like, she just, like, really wants this. And then, like, the guy's face was so funny. Like, he was so confused. He was, like, covering his uh, face. Because, like, like, the contestants would expect someone from their, like, orgs to right. bid. And he's just, like, this random girl he's so met, he like, like, once. <laughs> And, okay, Sydney, what was the final bid amount? 120. 120? Right. So, See, nowhere near that, like, exactly. 300. So I had to donate the rest because, you know, this money is, again, for a good Charity. cause. Charity. Exactly. So it's I for a double to... good cause. Yeah. Number one, for Napawap, and number two, get Sydney a man. Uh, <laughs> so I donated the rest, but I didn't want – I wanted to, like, you know, add to his, you know – Mr. Philanthropy, whatever, but I didn't want to people to know I donated like 200 extra. And then it came like anonymous donation for yeah. $200 for this contestant. Yeah. We're like, the oh. chat like blows up. It's Everyone so funny. Like, Everyone goes, what the anonymous? hell? Anonymous? Like $200 anonymously? What? Like, who did <laughs> But anyways, yes, Sydney's $200 anonymous donation, which is, I guess, no longer anonymous to the internet, but hopefully oh, yeah, still right. anonymous to him. Um, well, I mean, we never cared about it being anonymous to the internet. I just didn't want, like, him to be like, wait, like, because, like, he was already weirded out by the 120. Like, let's be real. He was already like, what? Like, this girl I talked to once just dropped $120 on a dance lesson with me. And then, like, if it was, like, if he knew that she dropped, like, $326.69, I feel like he'd be like, what the hell? Yeah. But 
it did put him over the edge to win Mr. Philanthropy. So good job. <laughs> all me, baby. <laughs> all you. Yeah. And now you can like hint at it. You can be like, hey, good job on winning Mr. Philanthropy. <laughs> good thing you got the, that extra 200, 200 from Anonymous. <laughs> it was actually my 12 year old sister. <laughs> You should have put you should have put your sister's name on it. Wait, yeah. oh my god! <laughs> Just from Nina. He's like, who? <laughs> Nina. And then and then you guys can be like talking and be like, oh, so you have any siblings? And you're like, oh yeah, I had a sister named Nina. And you're like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So then. For the after the event, what happens? After the event, so I like this is he texts me like can you send me the contact information for everyone who won the auction? And I was like, yeah, of course. So then I go to the page and, you know, Sydney has conveniently said that her favorite uh, form of communication is through text. So I'm Which like, okay. Because I don't have my notifications on for Instagram. Who uses email for like, <laughs> email? You know, <laughs> get a friend yeah. on Facebook. But anyways, but, like she was smart. So she put her number. So I give him... <laughs> her number and then Sydney like once like he texts her she goes oh my god I can't believe it was so easy to get his number all it took was three hundred dollars <laughs> all it took easy and they have a wink wonk flirty exchange uh... um and, <laughs> I mean long story short basically Sydney's got herself like a like an almost date like it's like it's very it's not a date it's just, we're just getting lunch and, and learning a dance. Yeah, exactly. And he offered to take pictures of her. And I will take and pictures of him. So. It'll be a mutual exchange. Exactly. This is equality at its finest. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so now we're caught up on the tea. Um, so we're just waiting for the, the date that's not a date. <laughs> It's not yes. a date. When is it happening? Do we have a date yet? Know. A date for the not date. No, okay. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Hi everyone, um, this is actually Clarissa from the future. Um, I'm recording this at the time of editing on Saturday, April 3rd. Um, so just as an update to the whole Sydney situation with her mystery man. Um, so they actually went on a not date today uh, and it went well and they have another date next Saturday. So exciting. Um, I think this is proof that wiffle ball does work and wiffle ball can get you a man. So um, also for the guys out there uh, who are thinking about doing Wolf Ball next year, uh, this is proof that you could pull a hottie with a body like Sydney. So, you know, guys better sign up next year so we don't have to beg you. Um, anyway, back to our regularly scheduled programming. In conclusion, Clarissa is the best wing woman. <laughs> she is a wing woman. Detail-oriented, thoughtful, yeah. plans ahead. Right. Yeah. If you ever want to fundraise for for a boy ask clarissa yeah smooth as hell if you ever want to buy a boyfriend <laughs> oh my god let me know so build a boyfriend and buy a boyfriend yeah no. sydney and michelle and i used to have this joke like buy two get one free for guys <laughs> like sydney literally out here buying <laughs> so anyways something else i want to talk about was raising money for anthony i thought that was really fun yeah so so let's just also name the, the winners because I feel like they deserve some name recognition in here. So Anthony won Mr. Wiffleball. Um, Jason from VSA won. And then the guy, the, the spicy contestant guy um, won both congeniality and philanthropy. Yeah, well, know. and then Jason from VSA won Heartthrob. If we got runner up and you're listening, I'm so sorry, but I don't think you're listening. <laughs> yeah, so Anthony won Wiffleball, which... I don't know. Clarissa and Karen were saying that they thought he would win, but I was like, I don't know if that's biased or not, since we're all Tassa. I hope, like, the other contestants aren't salty about it, though, since he is Tassa, and, like, he does have connections. And then we also, beforehand, we raised, like, $420.69, another beautiful number, and, and then we were, like, we didn't know that he was going to win with football, so if he didn't win with football, we wanted him to win philanthropy. But VSA, like we said, like um, raised $555 for their contestant. And we were all just like, oh, GG, nice one. And then Alethea in like the group chat was like, guys, if everyone in this group chat like pitches in $5, we'll be, we'll like be there. So then we started like frantically like 10, like five minutes before his auction, 
just like putting in more money. And then we somehow got it to $700. And oh, it was because it was because his sister was in the group chat and she was like, oh, my parents are donating like $100. So we just boosted it up a lot. And I was like, what the fuck? But it was useless because he won with the wall. So he didn't win Mr. Philanthropy. So theoretically, we could have just stayed at $429.69 and it would have been fine. But I mean, but, <laughs> 300 for charity is always good. <laughs> yes, no more Starbucks for me. <laughs> so yeah, we were like fundraising and it was oh, pretty funny because I didn't think Anthony was expecting that at all. And when we hit 700 and Jason Lee, he was like, cap, there's no way you got $700, Jason. And then like, so afterwards, me, Anthony and Matt went to like McDonald's to get fries. And then we just like sat in the park talking. So I was talking to him afterwards and he brought up like service options. Like, there's no way Jason has like $700. So I was like, well, we all like, and he was like, so does that mean I have to write a song for Jason now? And I was like, no, you have to write it for all of us. And he was like, what does that mean? I was like, write like one line in a song for each of us. He was like, who's us? And I was like, I'll add you to the group chat. And he was like, holy shit. So he was very pleasantly surprised. So I'm glad. Yeah, I'm surprised he was surprised though, because like he knew yeah. that he was fundraising for the other TASA contestant. But I don't I don't think he expected like that much or that many people. He was like, I don't even know half of these people. <laughs> and I was like, yes, that's that's because I put it put it on like my close friend story on my Finsta to ask people for more donations. And he was like, why didn't I see that? I was like, bitch, you weren't on my close friend story. I purposely took you off so you wouldn't see it. <laughs> But also, oh my God, keeping it a surprise from him was like stressful. Like I would text Matt every other day and be like, I think he, I think he like has a clue because I would be like at his house doing my stuff. I'd pull up like Google Drive. And the first thing that comes up in my recents is the like spreadsheet with all of the money that we've collected. I was like, oh, hide. And then like he, yeah, he knew we were fundraising for the other contestant and he pitched in $10 himself for the other contestant. So he like knew we were fundraising, but yeah, maybe he didn't know we <laughs> raised seven hundred dollars. Yeah, that's a lot. My mom and my sister each put in like fifty. They didn't know it was going to him, but you know, <laughs> it's okay. They knew it was going to Napalap, which is where it is going. So that's the important thing. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening to this episode. We intended for this to be like a short mini episode, but it turned out not being one of those. <laughs> um, I mean, we did spend like twenty minutes talking about Sydney's tea, so there's uh. that. Uh, but thanks for sticking around listening hopefully the tea was interesting uh, <laughs> Callie and I will be re-listening to this in a year for um, our TASA if we're on board yeah hopefully. if we're on board <laughs> <laughs> otherwise whoever's on board can listen to this I guess and have, have some tea while you're at it yeah as always remember to follow our Instagram at pod.bestbuds thanks for listening and thanks for having me again on your podcast. Yay, yay. We love you, Sydney. Thanks for love spilling you. your tea. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Oh. Bye.